You're listening to Dr. Ward Bond's Life-Changing Wellness, the fastest-growing natural health, nutrition, and inspiration podcast in the nation. Uplifting stories, powerful messages, and triumph over adversity, the experience of entertainment and encouragement is about to begin. And now your host, Dr. Ward Bond. I'm Dr. Ward Bond, and I welcome you to Life-Changing Wellness. If you are taking care of a family member with dementia or have lost someone to Alzheimer's disease, today's show is not only important to you, but to all of us as we learn more about aging. Today's episode is brought to you by PrimroseLeaf.com, multi-use nutritional supplements for your immune system and overall good health, youth, beauty, longevity, PrimroseLeaf.com. Now, before we begin, please head over to iTunes after the interview with my guest today. Rate and review the show for me, and I thank you ahead of time for making our show great. Well, my guest this week is Dr. Alan Snow. He is founder and CEO of Cognitive Clarity Incorporated and former research associate professor of pathology at the University of Washington in Seattle, where he was an Alzheimer's Disease Research Center project team leader for over 10 years. Dr. Snow has been studying and researching brain health, memory, cognition, and brain plaques and tangles for over 30 years. So we're going to learn quite a bit today, ladies and gentlemen. So let's welcome our very esteemed guest, Dr. Alan Snow. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Greetings from Seattle. Seattle, yeah, well... uh, does does it really rain every day is from what we hear? No, that's just a fallacy. <laughs> that, that's keeping out everybody from moving here. So we always say it's always raining. Hey, I, I, I like, I like that. Uh, you know, we have a, a saying down here in Texas, don't mess with Texas, but I think we're all changing it to don't move to Texas because <laughs> the population is growing too fast yep. down here. So we're like, Go somewhere else. Well, I am excited to talk to you today, and as well as my listeners are, are ready to learn more when it comes to brain health. And you have information that I'm very interested in. And given your experience with brain health, what was it like for you personally when you found out about your uh, mother's diagnosis? Yeah, it was kind of uh, startling, but yet not surprising. Um, one of the risk factors of memory loss is isolation and um, loneliness. And she basically showed all the signs as after my father died. So she was living with her husband for like 50 years married. And uh, I think I really started to notice the changes about five, six years after her husband died. And I lived in Seattle, so I would always go back to Toronto, Canada. So it was I didn't see her quite as often as I'd like. I'd see her every few months, and then I started noticing changes. Um, forgetfulness, couldn't find words, um, saying things like I have so much on my head. And um, eventually it just got worse. But again, she got it over the age of 85, and 50% of the population will get Alzheimer's disease once they reach 85. So the statistics are actually quite high as you get older. Yeah, I, if I remember correctly, probably I think it's what one Alzheimer's diagnosis every, is it every 60 seconds? Is that what I 
hear correctly. All Something I know is it's pretty that high. Range, yeah. Well, um, so what do you, so do you think that your experience helped you deal with that kind of news? No. Well, to tell you the truth, I don't think I'm probably more experienced than anybody as far as research and understanding the pathology and you know being part of neuropathology background, which is basically looking at Alzheimer's for 30 years. Um, when your own mother has it and you start to see her deteriorating and then you have to deal with caregiving issues, um, it is very horrible to watch it firsthand. And now I understand why caregivers um, ha may have so much problems with dealing with their own mother or father um, who has Alzheimer's and then living in the same household. It must be very difficult. Lucky enough, we had enough money to put her in self-care uh, living and then actually later on, as it got worse, into an Alzheimer's center in Toronto, Canada, you know, which is very expensive monthly, but it's excellent care and sort of less to worry about. Um, and they try and take care of the patient in so many ways. Yeah, I, think, I think a lot of people don't realize that the cost is, is so extremely high for uh, caregivers, yeah. technically. I mean, you know, be, people don't realize that uh, as they grow older, they're thinking, okay, I'm saving up for retirement or I need to save up for retirement but that they don't understand or calculate the actual cost of what assistant living is going to cost them or cost their family. And a lot of insurance that's even available yeah. doesn't really cover a whole lot of cost. So it's not only just taking being that caregiver for your loved one, but there's a very big financial burden that exceeds probably more than anything uh, that most people would ever imagine. And that just causes even that much more uh, stress yep. within the family. Definitely. I mean, the stress and dealing with it from a caring standpoint, the stress all goes on the caregiver. Um, and, you know, the caregivers have to cope with it. And uh, I think these support groups for caregivers are actually very well needed. Uh, because yeah, they, they yeah, very, <clears throat> yeah. yeah, very much so. And then I want to know something because... How did, you know, you had, uh, you've got a very extensive background. Sorry about that. Somebody wants to call me in the middle of an interview. Cut that out. <laughs> but, uh, I know. I'm just like, what is that noise coming through my headphones? But anyway, I am, uh, you know, how did your research uh, impact you um, as you were experiencing this disease through your mom? Did it cause you to research even more or maybe you know have the mentality of trying to find a uh, a cure well not a cure but at least some sort of treatment or something that you could do about it today um my partner in this company is dr rudy tanzi at a harvard university in mgh massachusetts general hospital and he came up with the shield program which we could talk about things that you could do today to basically help your brain, um, referring to sleep, handling stress, interacting with others, learning new things, and having your diet, Mediterranean diet. 
Uh, yeah, let, yeah. Let, let's talk about the uh, the Shield program for a moment, and and how caregivers uh, can actually start to implement some of those things in that program. So, um, Shield. If you take S H I E L D, and let's see if I remember it all. S is for sleep. Um, they found that when you get eight hours of sleep, it actually helps clear the beta amyloid plaques in the brain that start accumulating in your 20s, and that is important for memory loss because the more accumulates, the worse your memory gets. It's basically like big boulders in the brain that are blocking connections between neurons to talk to each other. So to remember a thought, you usually have to interact with different areas of your brain. And if you have these sort of boulders or Swedish meatballs that start growing up, uh, in your 20s, that blocks connections, then you start to have some memory loss. Um, and I can talk about um, plaques, tangles, and inflammation after, but if you get sleep, it helps clear it out. There's been studies that show the plaques turn over every 24 hours, and if you actually get some deep sleep, it helps the brain basically clear out the junk that's accumulating. Um, the L in sleep the L in shield is learn new, um, learn new things, um, learn a new hobby, a new instrument. It's not just doing crossword puzzles, but it's actually learning a new language or something that will actually modify your brain. So they found that by learning new hobbies, you could actually change the plasticity of your brain and see physical physical grooves and new connections. Um, I in the shield stands for interact with others. I just talked about that loneliness and separation is not good for the brain. Um, obviously depression and those sort of problems. Um, you want to do some meditation. You always want to interact with others. You want to have good connections in your family. Uh, if you, when you get older, you know, try not to be alone, try to interact with your family and friends. So that's important. Um, hang on a sec. Sorry, the H is, um, in shield is handle stress. So that's a big deal. Um, a lot of people have a lot of stress in their daily life. And if you could do meditation and try to relieve the stress, it really helps. Cortisol levels go up, and that also affects your memory. And so meditation, anything you could do, take a walk, uh, take a break from your workday, try to relax. That's going to help a lot as well. E is exercise and shield. Um, exercise definitely helps the brain. A lot of studies have shown that. Uh, it's quite mirac miraculous uh, and exceptional. If you could work out 30 to 40 minutes a day, three to four days a week, that is definitely going to help your brain health um, tremendously. What happens is you start to not only burn fat, but you're getting rid of stress out of your body, um, and your brain is going to positively be impacted by exercising regularly. Um, well, also the movement, the movement yes. works very well for the brain. It's kind of, you know, like the old saying we used to say, you know, jog your memory, but there is a, a ton of truth yes. 
to that. Yeah, and more research over the last few years have, have definitely shown that. I think, Ellis, oh. uh, we talked about learning new things, and then the D in SHIELD stands for diet. Um, the Mediterranean diet seems to be the best for the brain, so that's high in um, fruits and vegetables, nuts, olive oil, um, even drinking red wine that has a lot of polyphenols and proanthocyanins in it is good. Great seed extract. And then we discovered cat's claw to be a powerful ingredient that contains polyphenols and proanthocyanins. Proanthocyanins are epicatechin dimers. Epicatechin is in green tea, black tea, oolong tea. And we found that the epicatechins, if you look at the structure, when two of them are stuck together, like you see in red wine or grapeseed extract or cat's claw, the structure has the ability to get into the brain and actually make plaques and tangles fall apart. We did a lot of research and I published a paper in 2019, a 108-page paper in scientific reports that shows that cat's claw has the ability to get into the brain and make plaques and tangles fall apart because of its structure. It has four hydroxyl rings or OH groups that are very next to each other and three-dimensional. It actually forms as a wedge to open up what's called the beta sheet, which is very insoluble. So these things that accumulate in your brain are hard to fall apart, hard to break apart, like a zipper. And this stuff actually goes in like a wedge, opens up the zipper, and the zipper starts unraveling, and then the whole thing falls apart, and then the microglia of the brain can clear it out. And that's the mechanism that we decipher as to how cat's claw actually works. So, so with with the cat's claw itself, um, how so for the lay people that are listening, can you explain the mechanism of cat's claw in relationship to tau? Because I know that if we can get our brain to detoxify itself and to remove debris more effectively, we can get rid of those, get rid of that buildup. So when you age, starting in your 20s, you start to get, like I said, these Swedish meatballs. They're called plaques. They consist of a protein called beta amyloid. So beta amyloid protein plaques start accumulating all over the place, especially in the cortex and hippocampus, which is main centers for memory, um, keeping short-term memory. The other thing that happens is after plaques accumulate, you start getting tangles. Tangles look like dried up spaghetti inside neurons. And basically, they're microtubule protein consisting of a protein called tau protein. And what they found is that the tau is the tangles become neurotoxic and they start killing neurons. So there's a lot of neurodegenerative, neuro, neuronal death around where plaques and tangles occur in the brain. And that's why you talk about neurodegenerative diseases, because the neurons are actually dying. So the interesting thing about tangles, um, if you get blows to the head like football players, they right. get tangles in the brain almost instantly. And they worry about getting closer to a disease called CTE, chronic traumatic encephalopathy. And that's what you see with a lot of the football players, original ones like Mike Webster. If you ever watched the movie Concussion with Will Smith, um, that movie talk shows 
some of the early autopsies of football players who their whole brain is filled with tangles. And that's what happened even in Junior Seihau and some of the recent um, problems with football players who all of a sudden have uh, emotional uh, disturbances, depression, suicidal thoughts, all that kind of stuff is related to the accumulation of tangles in the brain and basically the emotional uh, portions of the brain. And that's why, you know, they have all these problems. Well, doesn't the concussions itself cause a rapid increase in the calcium ions and the calcium ions flood the neurons and overpower them and basically kill them? Well, I don't, I don't think it's the calcium per se. It's the actual tangle, the tau, is if you actually look at the neuron, it's a dying neuron. And if you stain it with something that picks up dying neurons, all the neurons are black. So um, it's the actual tau that's killing the neuron. And once you kill it, the cell membranes open up and all the calcium and everything can run in. So that's part of the dying neuron. Is there a protective effect by taking cat's claw daily? Now, I'm not saying taking cat's claw to ward off a concussion because you play in the NFL. But I mean, if you're just a regular person and you take cat's claw every day, uh, does it offer, offer protection in case maybe you yeah. did? Well, we head? showed in the 2019 paper that, um, tangles are paired helical filaments. So you could actually form them in the test tube, um, by taking the tau protein and adding heparin which is an accelerator and the whole thing all of a sudden turns into paired helical filaments that look exactly what you see in the brain following head injury. And so what we showed is cat's claw can completely unravel the tangles, make them fall apart. Um, And so it does have an effect on, let's say, protecting brain health. And we had um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers um, Tom Brady and Gronkowski, they were taking one of our products called Perceptus Sport, and they were taking it when they were on the Patriots, and as, and it was sort of as an exercise. And then by about just a couple of years ago, and by the end, the whole team was taking it. Then when Brady got traded to Tampa Bay, all of Tampa Bay Buccaneers were taking it for about a year, and Miami Dolphins are now taking it as well. So. We have a few different um, football teams uh, that are taking Perceptus Sport, um, and our feedback from them is that they find it to be very healthy, not in a focus and concentration, but also improving athletic performance. Because when you think about it, to catch a football or something, you got to be really on top of under, you know, knowing the plays, knowing where you have to be, how to catch the ball. It's all physical but also mental, and uh, our product seems to help that so far. Well, then let me ask you this. Did you have to go through a lot of NFL red tape for these (laughs) players to actually try something? Because I've heard stories from other colleagues about this. Well, I'm not really... I'm not really endorsing anything and notice I I understand. I didn't even use the word uh, National Football League. I said football players. I know. And so they have a lot of, it's true, they have a lot of trademarks. Um, They don't like dietary supplements, even if it's the cure for anything. 
Um, yeah. So I'm not really talking a lot about it. I can't. I understand. Just, you know, some stories about what happened. Okay, well, I was intrigued with the research on the cat's claw uh, for brain because, you know, if you go back and look at the history of cat's claw, most people use that herb for uh, digestive issues and or and as well as the immune system and some people use it for uh inflammation or right. uh arthritic pain but i was really surprised on seeing this uh correlation i was that's which is one reason why i was so interested in doing the interview with you dr snow is because i'm like okay cat's claw and the brain this is interesting but i i you literally have me at the edge of i'm literally wanting to go out and by high quality cat's claw, just to just knowing the research that you've done, I'm just like so. Wow, one thing, I'm, I'm one thing to point out. Well, a couple of things. One is we we came across cat's claw by accident. I can tell you the story. Um, sure. But the other thing is cat's claw was used by the Peruvian tribes for over two thousand years as a medicinal plant. So they would cut the bark, and this is a woody vine that grows in the Amazon rainforest grows up to about 200 feet and the bottom of the tree, they actually carve out the bark and have bark bundles that they even today still sell in the Peruvian marketplace. So you could actually buy Casclaw or Una de Gato. And then they, you could put it into a boiling water and drink it as a tea. So that's how they, they had it. They were drinking it as a tea and boiling it. Um, then there were 1989-1990, Keplinger had two issued U.S. patents where he identified the alkaloids that are a portion of constituents in cat's claw actually enhance the immune system. So he showed that cat's claw is good for enhancing immunity. Um, and then also there are a few, many papers showing that it's a potent anti-inflammatory agent. So it reduces interleukin-1 and TNF-alpha, which are two inflammatory cytokines that go up. So it's very good for, for inflammation. In fact, there were trials using it for rheumatoid arthritis and osteoarthritis, as you said. Yes. We came across it because I sort of, at University of Washington, this is 20 plus years ago, we're looking at inhibitors of brain plaques and we walked into a supplement store and basically took everything off the shelf and threw them into our assays. And all of a sudden, one day we walked in, I said, wow, this cat's, whatever this cat's claw is, I don't even know. I thought it's the claw of a cat. Um, <laughs> never heard of it. Um, said it had a lot of activity. It's really potent. And there was a carbohydrate in it. So it was a mixture, and I separated. We got different bottles of the carbohydrate glucosamine and then the cat's claw, and all the activity was found to be in the cat's claw, and that's how we started diving into it. We then work with New Zealand Food and Crop Research, where they're experts in separating out plant ingredients, because plant ingredients tend to stick together, and they're very hard to identify and separate out. So we spent like a year identifying what in the cat's claw was responsible for the potent plaque reducing activity and we found there were certain polyphenols like epicatechin, chlorogenic acid 
that were in Cat's Claw, but it was really the Epicatic and Dimers, Proanthocyanin and B2, C1, um, B4 that we identified. Some of them were newly discovered, never seen before. And um, we started doing more and more testing uh, and then published this big paper on it. We showed that with three months of treatment in transgenic mites that over overproduce plaques in their brain and they have severe memory loss, you could actually test it in what's called the Morris water maze test where you put them in a swimming pool with a hidden platform. They learn how to get to the platform like a little swimming mouse. And then you take away the platform and then they if they remember where it was, they'll get there very quickly, and you can time it both by seconds and half. But if they start having memory loss because they're accumulating plaques in the brain, it takes them a long time to remember where the hidden platform used to be. And this is classic short-term memory testing called Morris water maze testing. So when we gave the cat's claw, within three months, we could reduce the plaque load by 59%, and then the memory improved almost back to normal by about 60%, and this was even in older animals that their 10% of their brain was filled with plaques, and they had severe memory loss, so we could actually reverse some of the memory loss that was occurring. And I said, wow, this is very potent. Uh, well, it is, because I've seen the water maze test done in person. I had actually uh, went through the Alzheimer's Research uh, Department over at uh, Baylor, and the biggest... Uh, shock to me i i hate these words shock i actually would like to use the word disappointment um is how slow medical research is when it comes to alzheimer's and you're telling me things that that i'm actually blown away with when it comes to cat's claw because i've i've you know i've gone through and, and looked at things like calcium binding proteins and 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 fish oil and all all these things that cross the blood brain barrier and turmeric and things that show yeah. great promise in the years of brain health. And I'm thinking, why is the medical research, why, why or Alzheimer's research, why are they going at a snail's pace and that the only drug available is basically just a, um, you know, it's basically a, um, an acetylcholine inhibitor <laughs> yeah. and it's the same drug for the last 50 yeah. years. They just keep renaming acting like they came up with something new. Well, I think that big pharma has blown it for a long time. And when I say blown it, you know, we always knew amyloid plaques <laughs> for over 50 years was one of the causes, but it wasn't just the plaques. And then later on, it was the tangles. So people started looking at drugs for tangles. But now the big thing is inflammation in the brain seems to be the third culprit. And it's very interesting because within the last five years, they figured out that people can have lots of plaques and tangles in the brain. But if they don't have inflammation, they may not have clinical signs of memory loss. And when they come to autopsy, the brain is just filled with plaques and tangles. And you go, why didn't they have anything going wrong with their memory? It was never seen. And the reason is because they didn't have neural inflammation. So now the trilogy of memory loss really is plaques, tangles, and inflammation. You have to go after all three targets at once. And big pharma has only made drugs going after one or two of these and never all three. So that's a big problem. They come. They also tested very late when people were like too late to actually improve. So now they're testing in very early stage subjects. Um, the interesting thing about um, our pro product 
um, called Precepta, which is basically a, sp a specific cat's claw that I'm going to talk about in an oolong tea extract. We actually found that oolong tea is better than black tea or green tea in targeting and reducing brain plaques and tangles, and it has to do with the fermentation process, the oxidation process, um, because the tea comes out of the same leaves, even if it's black tea, green tea, or oolong tea, it has to do with oxidation or fermentation. Oolong tea is um, partially fermented, uh, black tea is fully fermented, and green tea is unfermented. And it was found that partially fermented tea actually targets plaques and tangles better because the polyphenol content changes when you ferment, fermentation or do oxidation to the actual tea leaves, which is Camellia sinensis. So it's all the same. So what? one thing I did want to tell you that you were, you were talking about, I'll just go out and buy cat's claw. In this uh, recent pub, paper published in 2021, just came out a few months ago, and I could give your listeners um, access or links to the papers to take a look at. Um, in this paper, we actually compared 17 manufacturers of Cat's Claw, and we could show that the manufacturer that we have uh, in this Cat's Claw is exclusive and patented. It's called PTI 00703 Cat's Claw. It's a source out of Peru that we've been using from the beginning. And what we found is that this source has the most concentrated amount of Cat's Claw and it has the best activity against reducing plaques and tangles. So we actually tested different manufacturers, 17 manufacturers around the world and found that this one is the best. And uh, in a paper that just came out in Scientific Reports on February 16th, uh, we also, so it's the per, Cat's Claw and Percepta that seems to be the best. If you go into the store and just take it off the shelf, the amount of Cat's Claw concentrate is probably about 2 or 3%, whereas what we have is probably about 6 to 7%, and it's very effective. Um, and so uh, this is the other, this is important. And the other thing we did in this paper, and I think it's very critical, we're, we're the first paper to actually take 20 dietary supplements for memory, including Prevagen, Nareva, Focus Factor, Alpha Brain, uh, Dr. Amen's uh, uh, brain health uh, supplement, and we compared them for their ability to reduce brain plaques and tangles. It was in vitro studies, but we got a, on a weight-to-weight basis, we could really tell which ones work. And Percepta outperforms all of them by over 50%, almost double, in reducing brain plaques and tangles than other memory supplements that are out there, major ones that everybody's buying. Yeah, and most most of the major ones out there um, have no bearing upon the uh, plaques and tangles yeah. at all. It, it's, you know, it's more of either mental alertness or blood flow and things of that sort, but no, you're absolutely correct. They found. do not. Yeah. yeah they, they don't address that at all. That's right. Um, and uh, have, have you ever, have y'all ever done any studies on things like lion's mane? Uh, no, haven't, haven't done that. Um, I hear a lot about it. Um, I really think that um, this Precepta and this PTI 00703 cat's claw is uh, basically 
what Big Pharma wanted to make if they were to make a drug. And the reason is it hits all three targets of memory loss. It reduces and inhibits the formation of plaques, uh, reduces and inhibits the formation of tangles, and then markedly reduces inflammation because of its alkaloid properties. So it has both polyphenols, it has alkaloids, it has proanthocyanins. It's like a mixture of everything good for the brain. And of course, we came across this quite by accident. Um, and so I think it's something to really look at uh, that people should uh, start taking. Because what uh, people notice, and it's in our sort of testimonials section on our website, perceptibrain.com, is that within about three to four weeks, they notice an improvement in their focus, memory, concentration, um, processing speed. We are about to do, uh, in the next year, a large clinical trial uh, on the effects of Percept on improving memory, focus, concentration, and executive function. So we are going to do a double-blind placebo-controlled study, but we expect the results to be very good because already we get tons of testimonials um, from the effects that people are seeing. Wow. Well, yeah, when, when that study comes out, uh, please come back to the program. I would love for you to, to go through that and explain that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Alan Snow, you should be excited about the information he has just brought forth for all of us today. And if uh, you're a caregiver, ladies and gentlemen, many blessings to you. And you know, we pray for you to continue to have strength. And at the same time, there are things out there. Um, we've got to thank people like Dr. Alan Snow for coming across and finding and doing the actual research on things like Cat's Claw. And there's a lot of things out there for the brain. I, for one, Dr. Snow, I am sold on Cat's Claw probably more than I've ever been sold on Cat's yeah. Claw. And uh, I am impressed. And I want to thank you for giving us uh, your time and just honoring us with your uh, presence as well as your wealth of knowledge. Thank you very much. A pleasure to be here. And thanks for the well, interview. Oh, thank you, Dr. Alan Snow. Ladies and gentlemen, please check out this information. As you have listened to this episode, check out all of the things that Dr. Uh, Snow has been talking about. Uh, check out that form of cat's claw that he's also told us about that I know that we are all wanting right now. And again, I want to thank you for listening. So remember, catch every episode of Life Changing Wellness. Just hit subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. And if I can ask you a favor. Please take 30 seconds to rate the show on iTunes. We thank you for doing that as we want to bring you the best show possible. Just look up Dr. Bond's life-changing wellness on any streaming service. And of course, you can learn more about me at drwardbond.com. Again, thank you for listening to Life-Changing Wellness. And remember, something spectacular happens when you treat your body right. Have a blessed day, everyone.